Want to stay up to date in scientific literature, drug information, and pharmacy-related news? You're listening to The Pharmacy 5, the top five things happening in pharmacy this week in five minutes or less. And now, here's your host, Assistant Professor of Pharmacotherapy and Board-Certified Ambulatory Care Pharmacist, Dr. Elizabeth B. Hearn. Hello, and welcome to Farm 5. The date is February 25th, 2022. You may have heard the news of an HIV-positive woman cured of HIV after a stem cell transplant. The umbilical blood used in the stem cell transplant contained the CCR5 Delta 32 gene variant that blocks entry of the virus, particularly in persons of European descent. This technique has previously resulted in long-term remission for two HIV-positive male patients, but it is the first attempt in a female and the first attempt in a person of mixed race. While this news is hopeful, doctors warn that this should not be considered a universal cure of HIV, as the stem cell transplant process is risky and currently only indicated for patients with active cancer. The orphan drug pyrukind, brand name for the generic small molecule oral drug mitabavat, was approved by the FDA under fast-track priority review for treatment of pyruvate kinase, or PK, deficiency-related hemolytic anemia. PK deficiency is a rare genetic disorder causing destruction of red blood cells, and pyrokine has been proven to increase hemoglobin concentrations and reduce red blood cell transfusion units by 33% at 24 weeks and by 22% at 40 weeks. The Pfizer TicoVac live vaccine for tick-borne encephalitis is now recommended by the CDC's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices for persons over the age of one year old moving or traveling to a tick-borne encephalitis endemic area who might engage in outdoor activities. This vaccine has been approved outside the U.S. for nearly 50 years, and 90% show full response after the third dose, with 82% of vaccinated individuals remaining seropositive three years after the series. Of note, TicoVac does contain chicken protein and albumin blood product. On Wednesday, Governor Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan signed into law a bill aimed at regulating pharmacy benefit managers, or PBMs. PBMs are third-party companies designed to negotiate drug prices. In recent years, PBMs have been under fire for their role in rising drug prices, increased out-of-pocket costs to patients, and mounting fees charged to pharmacies, particularly independent community pharmacies. The Michigan law is expected to aid pharmacies' relationship with PBMs by improving transparency around the maximum allowable cost, preventing retroactive charging of pharmacies, and requiring PBMs to reimburse non-affiliated and affiliated pharmacies the same amount. The law will take effect in Michigan January 1, 2023. Also in PBM news this week, the Federal Trade Commission, or FTC, reached a deadlock on an attempt to investigate whether PBMs violate federal anti-competitive regulations. Chairperson Lena Kahn proposed the measure to examine the inner workings of PBMs, and the motion was backed by hours of testimonies from pharmacists, patients, and members of the National Community Pharmacists Association, who all painted a grim picture of PBM abuse. There were zero testimonies in favor of PBMs, yet the four-person committee rejected the motion due to a two-to-two split vote. That's all for this week, folks. Catch you next Friday. Thanks for listening to Pharmacy 5. References for today's episode can be found in the show notes. If you'd like to contribute breaking news and hot topics in pharmacy, find your host on Twitter or TikTok at Liz Hearn PharmD. To receive your weekly update, follow our show, Pharmacy 5, wherever you listen. 
and we'll see you again next week.